Good. Where, where's the smart marks at? They're there. They're talk to them. Good. Can I? Yeah. I would love you to. Can I really? You know how I feel. Can I swear? I'm, I'm, absolutely. Ask your friends over here. All right. Fuck you. The New Jersey Kid, Joe Sheehan. That's the difference between you and I. For me, this is about passion, and for you, this is about fame. And nobody will ever remember you. The Rogue of Wrestling, Michael Newman. Yeah, that works in Hollywood, that works in the movies, but this isn't the movies, this is real life. And in real life, I am the real hero. You're listening to the Super Smart Brothers Pro Wrestling Podcast. All right, let's get started with it. Welcome, ladies and gentlemen, boys and girls of all ages, back to the Super Smart Brothers Pro Wrestling Podcast. I am still your champion, but right now we're putting the belt on the line. I'm fighting my tag team partner, the New Jersey Kid, Joe Sheehan. Welcome to the show. It's a double header. We got War Games and Survivor Series. Gobble, gobble, motherfucker. <laughs> gobble, gobble, motherfucker. <laughs> you know, uh, we, we had the big uh, dog a couple weeks ago, but we haven't seen the gobbledygooker. Oh, the gobbledygooker has got to show up somewhere, right? I would think it's probably so, going to be right? ne- ne- like a week from tonight on SmackDown, right? Because it's Black Friday right after Thanksgiving, so. Could be. Although, like, it is a Survivor Series thing, though, too. Yes. So, you know what? Maybe Sami Zayn will be the gobbledygooker and uh, help totally Shinsuke Nakamura. I think who the original gobbledygooker was, I believe, one of Eddie Guerrero's brothers. Was it Hector? I think it was Hector. Yeah. Your guess is uh, probably better than mine. <laughs> was it Hooventude? <laughs> Hoovy? Who? Google it. <laughs> Google it. Yeah, no, we got uh, all sorts of things to talk about, but you know, before we actually get into the predictions. Um, there were a couple other things I wanted to get your opinions on in the world of wrestling. Um, first of them being uh, Jim Cornette getting fired from NWA. <sighs> what are you, what are your thoughts on this whole situation here? I mean, he's he's just gotta get with the times, right? Yeah, the joke definitely. was not was not funny in any way whatsoever. Mm-hmm. Um, his I did listen to his podcast though to uh, try to get his reasoning for it, and mm-hmm. according to him, the joke was so it's not an original joke. I don't know if you've heard this, but he he said mm-hmm. this before on air. Um, yeah, that's what I heard from Meltzer was that like he said this you know in the past before when you know, yeah culturally people just weren't as uh, woke yet. Yeah, and if, so apparently it was like he claims that he might have been Richard Pryor. He originally heard it from. Mm-hmm. And it was apparently at the time when, like, the Ethiopian food crisis ugh, was at an all-time high. Mm-hmm. And that, like, fried chicken was just something, like, they usually ate on the road. So, like, he wasn't trying... His, he claims that it wasn't intentionally racist. Um, right. I'll take him at his word, but I just think, like, he needs to... Like, his excuse is, I didn't know. When it's like, at this point, dude, you've got to know that there's a connection between, in racism, between fried chicken and African, Africans and African Americans. Right. Well, but that, and even beyond that, the larger point is that even if he doesn't realize, the thing is that, at least from what I've heard, is that, you know, he's not apologetic about it, which, you know. No. I'm not, he, uh, his, hard to believe because he, he never apologizes for anything. He's Jim Cornette. No. And, um, 
his uh, reasoning was like, like Dave Lagana called him and was like, like, how could you have said this? And he was like, well, you edited the episode. Why didn't you catch it? So he was kind of like trying to blame everyone else but himself. Oh, I mean, like, I think they should just both be fired. Well, I, I, oh. think, it's, I think Jim Cornette, if he had apologized and whatnot, then he should have been able to stay. Because then it's like, you know, heat of the moment, you fucked up, you're old, yeah. he's behind the times. But, like, if he apologizes, then, like, all right, he understands what he did was wrong. Yeah. And hopefully will not do it again. But, like, the fact that he won't apologize, and it's, like, doubling down, it's like, uh, all right, well, fuck you, dude, because yeah. you're wrong. But then, and even is more it- so, right, like, Dave Lagana, if he's editing this thing, and he has time, like... He should be fucking fired, or at least reprimanded in some big way. But he at least apologized. He put out a statement saying, "I screwed up. I'm sorry." Like we we're doing, a new, they have like they implemented a new process of editing, so to speak. So, yeah, which maybe means like, because I mean, he's probably like they have a really sh- they have a very small staff. So, I I'm I have the benefit of the doubt that David Lagana like that was a complete accident by him, that he wasn't on purpose sitting there going like, "Oh, that's funny," and left it in. <laughs> And so I think it's just probably overworked editor missed mm-hmm. it. And so maybe like this implemented new system is just having another set of eyes and ears on the product when it's edited or something like that. So I'm confident in them doing that. You're right. Jim Cornette like didn't apologize. He he claimed that he wasn't apologizing because like everyone just attacked him right away instead of coming at him with a reasonable argument and all of this crap. And I'm just like, yeah, I don't want to hear it. So yeah. Well, because uh, from what I hear about Dave Lagana, he sounds like he's kind of like a similar dude to Cornette, at least as far as his view. Actually, probably worse than Cornette as far as his views goes, but like is smarter in a corporate setting to know when to apologize. Yes. So maybe somebody else is kind of being put onto the editing team that has better sensibilities going yes. forward. So they don't have to rely on Dave Lagana and his outdated sensibilities Yeah. that would let jokes like that slide. Because you got to remember, he came from the Vince Russo era of writing for wrestling. So, mm-hmm. yeah. I mean, I think he's got a better head on his shoulders than Vince Russo. But well, right, because he had the sense to fucking apologize, you know, yeah. and acknowledge that what he because right the thing the thing is that you're acknowledging that what you did was wrong. Yeah, because it is. Mm-hmm. But Chip Cornette is such a stubborn ass. Yeah. He just can't admit when he's fucking wrong. And it's and, it's not even one of those situations. I don't know if you saw the clip from Obama recently spoke at one of his uh, foundation like get-togethers, mm-hmm. and people asked him about like this woke culture that's going on right now. And Obama was like, "Look, it's great that like as a culture overall, people are like understanding more like about how you need to be careful of what you do and say, and how it affects other people more." He's like, "But I will say that." and I agree with him on this, is that I I think the woke culture has gone too much towards everyone just calling everybody out on Twitter and not explaining why it's wrong. Like, just going, yeah. you said this, you should be fired. With no explanation of, like, hey, like, you said this, you may not realize that this is how this affects other people and stuff like that. Whereas, I feel like <laughs> this is an obvious situation of, like, you said something really racist. Like, it's not like he used the wrong pronoun for someone who's identifying as something else mm-hmm. or something like that, where, like, you could get mixed up and, like, not know or something like that. And so mm-hmm. someone should explain it to you. But, like, this was just so obvious that I, I can't go with that defense even. Yeah. Yeah, I, I completely agree, Joe. And actually, uh, I would also say that uh, the ancient Buddhists completely agree with you, too. 
<laughs> let me tell you very briefly about a very cool concept which relates directly to what you're saying um so there's this idea that you know even if you're telling somebody something that's true you need to tell it to them in a way that they're going to be able to receive it the it, the importance of what's called skillful means mm. you know that you do something in a way that actually is going to yield the result that you want so you know right like all these PC woke people, it's not that their point is wrong, it's that the way that they're going about saying their point and trying to prove their point is wrong. Yeah. And is not skillful. So, if they adapt what they're saying and do it in a smarter way, then their compassion can become less idiotic. Yeah. And and cure what uh, is also another Buddhist term, which I love, is idiot compassion, which <laughs> is when somebody who has a good heart but just is kind of dumb in how they're approaching what they're doing. Yeah. And that's what a lot of, like, the, the people who are obviously the caricatures of the very far left, right? Yeah. Um, and that actually ties into another thing, which is, uh, so I was listening to this great science podcast talking about how now that the holidays are coming up and you're going to be around relatives who may not have the same sensibilities as you in things yeah. like climate change, it was like, <laughs> how do you talk to them about those things? And, like, everyone agreed on is, like, you don't go on the attack. You, like, listen to them, find out why they feel the way they do, like, mm -hmm. what their reasoning is, and then go in and be like, I can see why you think this way, but maybe you should think about it. Like, be subjective and not just, nope, you're an idiot. <laughs> like, yeah, like, I feel like it's way smarter to do it kind of like the sneak it, the, so the Socratic method. Basically, have them explain to you why they believe what they believe. Mm-hmm. And then help them through, like, you know, help them think better so that then they can help advance past their own false understandings. Yeah. And maybe, maybe you'll find some common ground in that. Like, oh, I can see why you think that way. Like, I had a similar experience or something like that. Maybe, but I mean, something out of the level of, like, Clive and denial. It's like, okay, well, you're just oh, fucking I'm, wrong. But, like, I'm not just saying figure Clive out why you're wrong. Yeah. Not not just on climate denial, like on other things and things like that. So, sure, more open ended questions, like mm -hmm. you know, uh, who's better, NXT or AEW? Which did you see from the ratings this week? Yeah, according to uh, overall ratings, NXT for the first time in the Wednesday Night War edged out over AEW. Yeah, now it's a now it's an actual war. <laughs> like, <laughs> well, I think even before that, it was a war because it was the ratings were very close. Yeah. And, like, uh, they've been clearly counter-programming each other. Mm -hmm. uh, which, actually, so, I, I'm trying to remember if I've told you uh, what my Wednesday night setup is at this point. Oh, no, I don't think you have. So, I go, uh, sometimes with the misses, sometimes not. Uh, but I go to my gym, and they have a couple of uh, um, elliptical bikes and stuff like that set up. Mm -hmm. And so, I ride on one of them, and they each have little TVs in front of them. So, I turn one onto AEW, one onto NXT, so I can watch both of them while I'm working out. <laughs> and like it's it's so crazy how much they like right when there's a match on one there's almost always a match on the other and oh like, so you like simultaneously you have them on oh, yeah. okay so i simultaneously live watch both shows wednesday night <laughs> at the gym so i can see how they're counter programming each other and it's very interesting that's kind of awesome yeah yeah it's a very cool experience so uh for those of you curious for like a whole nother way to experience the wednesday night war Live double streaming. <laughs> um, yeah, my setup now is I watch one of them live and record the other one. That's a smart way to do it. 
and then like I kind of decide like who's advertising the better matches and stuff like that, and then I yeah. watch that one live. So, for example, I watched NXT live this week and recorded AEW, which I think was the first time I've done that. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Well, this is this is a big week for NXT with like the whole invasion and leading up. To yeah, the... I mean, it really it's yeah. no surprise that NXT won, right? Like they packed that show. Like I, I think WWE would have to be like really concerned if they didn't win. Yeah, if they threw <laughs> Becky Lynch, Seth Rollins, like, uh, oh, who were all the? I'm trying to think of the other big names, right? Like that would attract viewers. Like if you don't win with that, then it's like, uh, what the fuck are we doing here? Yeah, you're in some serious trouble, especially because yeah. they advertised that like they definitely were going to have some crossover. Yeah, uh, Becky, I think, was advertised, right? Because they were going to have the match. Um, mm-hmm. And so, things uh, and like then that. Re- uh, Revival and Undisputed Era. Match of the fucking week. That was really good. Yeah. Really solid. I'm trying to think if like there would be another one that I would say would be more so match of the week, but I'd, I'm trying to... I don't think I could. I think that probably would be it. No. I mean, I got I to gotta say... Uh, Phoenix and uh, Ooh, yeah, yeah. Nick? Phoenix and and uh, Nick Jackson was pretty Nick good. Nick Jackson, too. yeah, it was good. Uh, I just but that tag match was just that was on. It was on. It was like those like um, American Alpha and Revival matches. Like that's how good it was. Oh, actually, you know what? I don't know. There was also John Moxley and Dell and uh, Darby Allen was also really good. That was a good match, yeah. Especially, man, like, Mox, or Darby and Allen's entrance. Like, Moxie's was good, too, but Darby Allen's entrance was excellent. Yeah, did you see that video of uh, Darby with the, uh, he was at, like, a concert and went into, like, a body bag with Mox written on it and, like, crowd surfed? Mm-hmm. I saw at least the, I saw at least the bit that was in the entrance for the, uh, the episode. Yeah. Yeah. That was really cool. I, I thought that was also, you know what, another tiny shot that was, but it was a great shot that they caught. Did you see the kid that had the Darby Allen uh, face paint? Yes. That's fucking like, yep. There are gonna be so many fucking kids that want to be like Darby Allen. Like that was a really good get for them. That was very smart. Oh, absolutely. Well, he he's he's got the young culture form. Like I think we all thought when AW was signing people, we were all like, oh, Jungle Boy, Jungle Boy is gonna be the the young guy, and he will. I think he will. But I think Darby's got the jump start on him. Well, well, it's like it appeals to, well, one, I think different age groups and then two different kinds of kids, right? Because then it's like the really younger kids will really like the Jungle Express and like, you know, Jungle Boy, maybe Marco Stunt to an extent. Uh, But then like when you get a little bit older or the kids that are a little bit angstier, you know, they like Darby Allen. He's got a skateboard, he paints his face, like. Right. You know, like in the same way that with the Ninja Turtles, like you had Raphael. And, but mm-hmm. he also had, like, Leonardo and Michelangelo. Donatello. And Donatello, too. Like, you know, they appeal to different types of kids. Like, yeah. I was a Raphael kid, and you're a Donatello kid, so. Wait. Know, makes sense. Newman, do you mean, like, wrestling should uh, involve everybody? Is that, is that what you're saying? Well, maybe not everybody, because April O'Neil sucked, so, like, <laughs> not the April O'Neil fans. But, like, it definitely should involve lots of different types of people. Yeah. That should is be a sure. melting... Melting pot of different entertainment. Yes, I, I would agree. I would agree. And um, and to that point, actually, too, um, um, as 
far as different uh, types of entertainment on AEW. What did you think of the Jericho and Scorpio Sky promo and setup for their match? Loved it. Uh, I thought Scorpio came out strong. Uh, his best promo ever, probably, right? Um, maybe yeah, probably. a little too much of the joking part for me, but I thought he mm-hmm. still came across well. And like goading Jericho into the match, I think that was great. Yeah, I think at the end with the payoff with goading Jericho into the match, because before I was definitely like, this is, yeah, like you said, going too comedic, not serious yeah. enough. But then with the payoff of it being like, oh, well, he's you know getting Jericho to let his guard down. Yeah. Yeah, it was it was trying to get him to the classic Jericho segment with like mm-hmm. um, him talking about his high school sweetheart and Jericho saying, well, you should see her now. She's gained a lot of weight. Like, <laughs> yeah. <laughs> That's so it good. Was, it was... It was like kind of like a callback to Jericho with like Stephanie when he used to like throw the insults at her. So yeah, but then like mm-hmm. Sky had some great lines with like turn like champion into lay bitch. Like yeah, mm-hmm. yeah. Like I I actually thought he did pretty good. And then their stare off at the end, mm-hmm. like I thought he looked pretty good. Yeah, you know, like I hope that they let this be a, a competitive match that Jericho I, wins cleanly because it was such a natural come up for Scorpio, right? Like I don't think it was anything we were planning on. They took out Daniels. Uh, I think Scorpio losing his shoes in that match and then having the crowd chant for that, like, that mm-hmm. was all, I think, on accident and just really worked. Like, would you look at that when you don't script everything? Like, things that just happen naturally work well? Yeah. You know, who knows? You know, I think wrestling is something that should be improvised mm-hmm. to a large extent. And uh, it seems like AEW is proving us right. Well, Although I mean, one of course th- we're right. One thing that this is making me think of a little bit. Do you do you think that there's any bit of them trying to think like, let's let's try to recreate a little bit of Kofi magic here by being like, let's take a you know black guy that's part of a trio, and shoot mm. him up to the world title. <laughs> I don't think, I don't think there's that, that thinking by AEW because they're more progressive than Vince. But yeah, yeah, I can see your point there. Kind of just interesting parallel I just thought of, but yeah, it's yeah. probably not not that. Um, that's impressive but, that you uh, noticed that yeah interesting parallels um, also interesting parallels so actually I had a question for you because I was trying to remember how the stipulation was set for this battle royal that happened on the show but like it didn't have a real conclusive finish right it's like it was set to only have like one person at the end for this like uh, diamond ring but then we ended up having MJF and Paige being pulled apart no, no, it was only supposed to be, it's the last two of the Rumble. Um, oh, was the last two? Okay. Yeah, I, I last two go that. off into a match. Yeah. Okay, cool, cool. So I, I just missed that stipulation. Hmm, so then what do you think about that? Like, I, I feel like this is setting up for an MJF victory. But. Uh, I think it is too, unless, it depends on. But then again, with Cody the, set to return next week, I feel like Cody could screw MJF, right? As like a mirror. It all did. Yeah, it all depends on their their plans because I uh-huh. think I think Adam Page needs it a little bit more mm-hmm. with his whole losing streak going on, but I could also see um, uh, MJF taking it. Yeah, because it definitely seems like an MJF type of thing, like to have like walking around with the ring on. I don't know. I guess as far as just like wrestling goes, it seems like a kind of a heel gimmick. Like I, mm. I just I imagine that they're probably going to use it in a similar way that like Cody had the ring, like yeah. the Ring of Honor, you know. 
But uh, I don't know. It'll be interesting because I. Uh, what do you think they're going to be using it for? Is this kind of like almost in lieu of a mid card title? I think it's just one of those like one. I I see it as like a one time win thing, similar to like the WWE's like uh they got the belt for Strowman for that greatest Royal Rumble, mm-hmm. but I think AW actually use it like hey remember when I won the diamond ring type thing so. Hmm. Mm-hmm. Ooh, you know what? I, I still I have no idea if this is going to be right at all, but I just had a cool idea. What if the idea was that somebody goes for the one of these diamond rings and then you cash it in to face the champion? And then so if you win, obviously, then you get the belt. If you lose, the champion gets the ring. And mm-hmm. so then, like, as they defeat more people, then they, like, get more rings or something like that to signify, like, how many successful defenses they've had. Yeah. Or yeah, maybe you could, like, that. do something different with the title belt and, like, put the diamonds from the rings, like, in the title belt. <laughs> that would be funny. That could be pretty cool. Uh, anyway, so, should we uh, go on and talk about Survivor Series and War Games? Yeah, let's do some uh, predictions. Yeah, let's get into it. Oh, wait, last thing before we get into that. Uh, I promise you, because I sent you a text. I can't remember oh, why yes. I thought of this, but um, I thought about one of my, like, I guess it's because, like, NXT versus SmackDown versus Raw, like, they're getting, like, these big interbrand dream matches, quote-unquote. And I was trying to think of, like, what a dream match would be for me. And I think my ultimate dream match would be, so this would be, like, a miracle to make this happen. But you would have a heel Cody Rhodes challenging... Or fighting against a uh, babyface Charlotte Flair. I feel like that'd be such like an interesting kind of like reversal of their parents' roles fight to have. And I feel yeah. like if it's like intergender in that way, you'd have to have like Cody as the heel and Charlotte as the face because it'd be really hard to do it the opposite way. Absolutely. But yeah, and that, the, that'd be really cool. I mean, I think they both lean towards heel. But I think mm-hmm. out of baby faces, Charlotte's the better baby face. Yeah. And I feel like it'd be really interesting. So, like, it'd be, like, Cody and Brandy, and then Charlotte's going up against the both of them, and she's having to, like, counter their tactics and things. Like, I think it'd be really cool to, like, say, see, like, Charlotte win, uh, like, a men's world title or something like that off of uh, heel Cody Rhodes. Mm-hmm. That'd be, like, a super ultimate dream match and feud for me uh do you have anything like that as far as like a a weird miracle fantasy booking uh match or feud i guess mine would be maybe even throw take the those two and maybe throw in like a tessa blanchard um who else do we have trying to think of like the four horsemen if any of like them have kids or something in the business Mm-hmm. Yeah. Because I'm trying. Like uh, there's also four horse women, like a four horsemen, <laughs> like the next generation. Yeah. Well, uh, there's Ellering's daughter is in the business. Yes, that's right. I just right. can't. I'm trying to think of like who the Road Warriors' biggest feud would be if, like, they had a if they're like one of their rivals had a kid in the business or something like that. Hmm.
Well, like another one that I also have, like another, if there'd be just like, if they could put together this dream match, it'd be really cool to see. Uh, I think it'd be cool to see like Tanahashi versus uh, John Cena. Oh, yeah. As kind of like, you know, the two perennial like faces of their companies of that time. Yeah. And, but like one's the rock star, one's the rapper. So even that's like kind of yeah. the dichotomy. Mm-hmm. Yep. Rock versus rap. And also they're both kind of like similar age, both like slowing down. Mm-hmm. A lot of personality. Like I feel like they could kind of have a, I think they could have a good match. Yeah. Have you seen previews for Cena's uh, new movie? Uh, no. Which wait, which movie is this? He's uh, it's playing with fire or something like that. Where he's this firefighter and they rescue these kids, and so the firefighters have to take care of the kids until the family can come pick them up, and so like the kids kids cause all this chaos in the firehouse and stuff like that so <laughs> oh no i haven't seen that it, i think it's gonna be like his tooth fairy <laughs> oh okay i mean he's he's done really well with a lot of the comedy roles so yeah yeah any other uh, potential dream matches for you or should we go on to the predictions i say let's head on to the predictions so i can't okay. think of anything else Prediction time. Sorry, let's let's go uh, chronologically. We'll begin okay. with war games. Um, if I'm if I'm getting this correctly, the last guy on Team Champa still has not been announced, right? Uh, yeah, you're like correct. Champa, uh, Keith Lee, and I think uh, they said Dodger it's going to be announced uh, Saturday. It'll be revealed Saturday. Yeah. Like, before the show or during the show? Uh, Triple H just said Saturday, so that's all I mm. Okay. Okay, so then I'm thinking, potentially, would you want to like, add a uh, another prediction? Because we only have four matches on this card. We could do, like, an extra prediction as far as, like, who the extra man will be. Uh, yeah, because uh, Survivor Series also has an even number of matches, so we don't want to end it in a tie. Yes, okay, perfect. Um, Alright, so I'm going to say to start, uh, yeah, I'm going to say Dunn wins the uh, three-way number one contenders match to uh, fight Adam Cole at Survivor Series. Which, is it really weird that this match has this stipulation? Because, like, I get that, like, I feel like Dunn is qualified, sure, to potentially be in this, but then, like, you know, what the hell are all the guys doing in the War Games match? Like, shouldn't they be the ones that are fighting for, like, the number one contendership, basically? Yeah, no, they're just fighting for uh, bragging rights, just like everything else this weekend. Right. And then, like, Priest is, like, way too new, and Dane, I feel like, hasn't done enough to earn, like, an NXT title shot. So, I don't know, it's weird. So I'm I'm going with Dunn. Also, because Dunn's the only babyface in that group, so I figured they'll do babyface versus heel. So, or at least I don't know. I guess is Dunn a babyface or is he like a tweener? I mean, he, he definitely gets cheered, but I think he's a babyface now because he's like he went against Walter. Um, yeah. Mm-hmm. I'm trying to think of who else he's faced recently. Yeah, he's uh, kind of been nice babyface. Damian Priest recently. So again, Damien Priest heel, so I feel like done babyface, right? Yeah. 
Yeah, definitely a heel baby or a tweener baby face. Uh, so who are you taking, Damian Priest or Killian Dane? Uh, I'll say Damian Priest because they haven't done much with Killian Dane recently, and Damian seems to be a little more on the rise. So mm-hmm. like that's a, their new favorite toy, so to speak. Yeah, one he's definitely like a Vince type guy, right? And as Vince yeah. gets more involved with NXT. Yeah, they're gonna. Take I mean, him. we we called that from his debut in ROH. We're like, yep, he's gonna get signed by WWE. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. All right. Anything else to say more about that match, or should we go on to the next one? Uh, let's go on to the next one, where I feel like uh, Finn Balor is going to win over Matt Riddle. Ooh. Okay. Uh, because I think Finn needs that big win for the, his return to NXT. And I feel like Riddle can take the loss. He's super over. So I feel like either guy can take a loss. So I don't mm-hmm. think it matters either way. But I think Finn needs the, the win more. Yeah. At least to kind of like help establish his name back in NXT again. Yeah. And the fact that he's been gone for a couple months before that. And before that, he lost to Bray Wyatt. Yep. Uh, although, I guess a lot of it, I think, depends also like whether Gargana comes back or not during this match. If he's not there, then yeah, Balor is more likely to win. Yeah, but if he shows up, could definitely cost Balor the match. Yeah, I'm leaning towards no on that one just because it is a neck injury, so I feel like he's going to need to stay out a little bit of time. So mm-hmm. Maybe he could just do like a, a peer on the ramp and do the classic WWE, like, oh, I'm yeah. distracted, so now <laughs> I lose the match. Oh no, a guy I wasn't expecting to be here is here. Oh no, who Whatever is that guy? Shall I do. Whatever shall I do? Whatever shall I do? Um, okay. Let's see. Man, this is actually really hard. Uh, actually, you know what? Alright, I'm gonna go for... I think I'm actually gonna go for the Team Champa team member, who's not been announced yet. Ooh, okay. I'm going to guess Velveteen Dream. Damn it. Took my pick. Because I feel like he's been kind of, you know, pretty integral to the, uh... Undisputed Era storyline. And from what I feel like I've heard, his injury wasn't like that serious, right? So he should be coming back pretty soon. Yeah, he's also uh, been out a while, so. Mm-hmm. And he has been out, yeah, for a little while, so. I want to say it's time for him to come back and he could be the difference maker, baby, in that match. But then again, uh, I don't know, like, this This is a really big team going up, up against Undisputed Era. Like, they're kind of fucked. <laughs> Like, especially uh, when they don't have, like, a third team to kind of, like, bounce off of, too. Because, like, last year, there was, what, Viking all, Raiders in there, too? Yeah, all the years it's been three teams. This is the first year that's been just the two. Yeah. Which is the original War game setup. So I do like mm-hmm. that. Mm-hmm. Uh, shit, who should I pick, then? Um, who hasn't been around in a while? Yeah, it's like, yeah, who else Who else is, like, important on the NXT roster or, like, hasn't been around a little bit? Googling NXT roster. <laughs> <laughs> the f- or, you know, I guess it could even be, like, somebody else that's, like, on the uh, the main roster, right? Like, that's, like, coming down to NXT, similar to how Finn Balor came down. Hmm. Oh, here we go. 
be like one of the uh, via Russia, like one of the cruiserweights? I think Kushida makes his return. Oh, that's a good one. Yeah, this is why I looked up the roster. <laughs> Kushida, yeah, shit, I totally forgot the game. Yeah, because all he's done so far is just come in, fight Walter, and lose. Yeah, um, and apparently he had a wrist injury, so. Ah, well, you, know, you can't check the his watch anymore. <laughs> so. He won't know whether it's clobbering time. <laughs> That's a good one, yeah. Kushida, I could definitely see him coming back. And help like uh, be the one to like be the speedy guy in their group. Hmm. Hmm. I like that. I like that. All right. So then, are you taking the uh, the men's war games match or the women's war games match? I am going to take. I'm going to take the men's war games match. Okay. And I'm going with the undisputed error. Okay, Undisputed Era. Hmm. Explain your reasoning, sir. Uh, I think they have big things in in mind, definitely with, like, Adam Cole and mm-hmm. Roderick Strong for the next night. So I think they need to look strong that night. Uh, pun and, intended? Yeah. And uh, so that's why I think they they win. And I also just think uh, uh, this is probably their first. Um, this is like their first pay per view with like all of them with the championships, right? Uh, I and, think so. Yes, like all of them defending. Yeah, so that's why I see like them coming out strong at least out of this War Games match. Oh, I guess I shouldn't say that they're not all defending at this pay per view, but they all have the belts going into yeah. this pay-per-view they, they won some of the belts at the last one right so right i think they won some of them at the last one and they won some of them at tv in between yeah right with like a uh, strong yeah yes yeah this right you're, you're correct this is the first pay-per-view where they're all going in with the belts yeah so i think they're gonna hang on to them slash look yeah. strong with them and win yeah yeah because that is a lot to consider right is that like who's gonna be competing on Sunday because we still if I'm if I'm getting this correctly we still don't know who as far as like the NXT teams in the men and women's matches at Survivor Series like we don't know who's competing do we Mm, for which matches for like the men's five on five and the women's five on five do we know who's representing NXT uh for okay men's yeah we don't know NXT yet for men's and for the women's, we do know NXT, and it's Rhea Ripley, Candice LeRae, Tegan Knox, me, Yam, and Tony Storm. Oh, okay, so it's everybody from Team Ripley plus Tony Storm. Yeah. Okay. Cool. Cool. Hmm. So then, I feel like for that reasoning, then probably what they're going to end up doing for Team NXT is it's probably going to be like Team Champa plus somebody right yeah so i feel like it's actually probably going to be the baby faces that beat undisputed eric here at war games for that reason of kind of making them look strong going into the war against raw and smackdown and two to then set up a series of challenges for them in nxt going forward mm, true 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 
Because, like, yeah, we'll uh, have, like, the one-off match with, you know, Dunn or Priest or Dane at Survivor Series, but then Cole, I assume his next challenge will be Champa or something like that. But then you've got, like, Keith Lee and Dijakovic. Maybe they would actually it. team up and go for, like, the tag titles or something. And then you have, Maybe. like, Kushida or Velveteen Dream going after, like, the North American title. Something like that. Yeah. That's the thing. I think you also have to have Coldo and Brody and are the tag team champion. Yeah. And then Fish and O'Reilly are all in matches the next night. So I think they also have to look strong. So. Right. True. I think it's a toss-up for that one. That is definitely a toss-up. Uh, Alright, so then for the women's war games match, I'm going to go for the... Shit, this is actually kind of hard. Um, you know what? I'm actually gonna go for Basler and uh, her her heels. Even though uh, you know Rhea Ripley and her team or whatever are gonna be representing in uh, Survivor Series, I feel like. Baszler needs to look like an absolute monster going in against Bailey and Becky. And if she just like puts the puts the hurt on a bunch of her challengers going in, like probably having to cheat a little bit to get Rhea Ripley out at the end, and I assume that's when uh uh Marina Shafir and Jessamine Duke will get involved. Mm. Or something to that effect. Oh wait, what did Bailey call them? She had a great line. On NXA, I'm remembering it now. Uh, I don't remember what it was. Was it like her goons or something? Yeah. Well, she she gave them names. That was, that was really funny. No, I can't Instead of her Bailey buddies, was it uh, her Baszler bitches? <laughs> no, like she called them like Mary and something like screwing up their names, basically. Mary and Jesse, maybe. Yeah. But uh, what do you think? Is it uh, Baszler in the heels, or, or are you gonna? Are you confident in your pick that uh, Ripley and the baby faces will win? Well, that was your pick, right? Right. So yeah, you're yeah, you're stuck in Ripley and the baby faces. But do you are you yeah. feeling confident? Yeah, I think it's Ripley and the uh, baby baby faces because they, they have to go on the next night and face everyone else. So mm-hmm. it's gonna be a real weird mixture of the two nights, right? Like. Because mm-hmm. NXT is going to have to make itself look strong the next night in order to maybe lose the following night. Yeah, so. Yeah, it's going to be an interesting mix of, like, you know, how does NXT fare against the, uh, the Raw and SmackDown rosters? Yeah. But the other thing I keep thinking about, like, is a wild card in this match is, like, does Dakota Kai get involved? And then how does her interference go? Like, does she end up helping and get revenge against Baszler? Or does she end up, like, fucking up and then cost the baby faces the match. I think she tries to help and uh, screws up. Mm. Or maybe she even like turns heel. Yeah. She's like, fuck it. I'm just gonna turn heel. Alright, so that's got predictions for war games, so let's move on to Survivor Series. Uh, okay. So I just picked. I'll go ahead and let you pick. 
for this first one? Uh, I'm going to go with the Fiend Bray Wyatt retaining his title over Daniel Bryan, but Daniel Bryan's probably going to make him look the best he ever has. So, Damn straight. Agreed on both accounts. <laughs> yeah, I feel like Daniel Bryan was definitely chosen to be a guy that, Daniel, uh, that Bray Wyatt can beat, and that'll make him look like a million bucks. Mm-hmm. So yeah, poor Daniel Bryan. It's his night to lose, but you know, I'm sure he's getting a nice paycheck out of it. So it's all good. Uh, let's see. I guess I'm going to go ahead and pick the other. What seems to me like another obvious match. Uh, Lesnar is going to kill Mysterio. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Uh, poor little Buyaka Buyaka is going to fucking lose. The interesting thing will be to see whether he lasts longer than Kane or not. I think he will. Which is fucking ironic, right? Yeah. They've actually built this match better than they did the Kane match. Yeah. That's also true. Unless, do you think there's any potential that, like, Kane would get involved and, like, cost Lesnar the match to give Mysterio the win? Possibly. It all depends on how long they want to keep him away for, or if he's, like, actually getting the surgery on his knee and it and is out for a while. Mm-hmm. Because, yeah, I mean, they could, like like we mentioned before, like, they could always just do the classic WWE, like, oh, he just appears and Lesnar's distracted. So yeah. He fucking gets rolled up or something and loses. Or, like, maybe he just, like, comes out of the crowd and hits him with something. Like a punch. Yeah. Yes, kitty, I hear you. <laughs> My God, I need to find a house for this fucking cat. <laughs> uh, all right, let's see. Next match. So, what do you want to take after that? Uh, oh yeah, you. I was like, wait, I've yeah, you I picked so fast that. Uh, so all right. Uh, Adam Cole wins against whoever <laughs> wins the triple threat match. Yep. Yep. Definitely agreed. I feel like it's it's ironic. So like it. So if Cole goes up against Dunn or. In, in some weird alternate universe goes up against Killian Dane, he's definitely going to retain. But I feel like if he goes up against Damian Priest... They might be shooting him to the moon. Yeah, exactly. They're going to do, like, Vince is just like, oh, well, he's debuting at Survivor Series. It's a, a tradition to, for someone to get shot to the moon. And then he'll just fucking beat Adam Cole and take the NXT title for no reason. <laughs> so, yeah, you're probably right. And hopefully you should be right, because none of them should beat Cole. Uh, Alright, let's see. What am I going to take? Ooh, this is actually starting to get really difficult at this point. Yeah, that's why I went for the Adam Cole. Three (laughs) options now. Yep. Damn, cat started climbing on the keyboard. Alright, we're all good. I got worried for a second. She was like standing really close to the delete button. It's like, ah, <laughs> no, do not delete. I'm going to delete you. <laughs> delete, delete, delete. Uh, no, it's, yeah, okay. I'm going to take um, uh, for the mid card three way. I'm going to say AJ Styles beats uh, Nakamura and Roderick Strong. With the All help right. of the OC. 
So I'm going to say Roderick Strong Ooh. beats the three with the help of the Undisputed. <laughs> okay, okay. Even though they're busy? Yeah, I think uh, I think to counter the OC, I think they're going to have to be out there. Mm-hmm. Undisputed Air Man, they're going to make great paydays this weekend. <laughs> and while all those guys are out there fighting, Sammy Zane will just be like, uh, shit, I was going to help, but like, never mind. <laughs> <laughs> All right, so all right. What net? Which match uh, are you gonna take next? I'm gonna say Team Raw wins the men's match. Ooh, okay. Okay. So you think? Uh, who do you think is gonna be the main one to lead them to victory? Is it gonna be more so like Rollins or Owens, or is it gonna be uh? I think it's going to be Owens or McIntyre. Or McIntyre, like a big dominant. Just crushes people. Mm-hmm. But I think, I, I do think Owens is going to make a tease towards betraying his team and going to NXT. Mm-hmm. Yes, I, I agree. I think Owens will make a tease. But uh, I have a conspiracy theory for you, and it relates into my pick. I think NXT yeah. is going to win. Because you the think Owens actually... Five. No. Oh! I think Rollins betrays. <laughs> Fucking lean into it, man. Everyone likes you anymore. Even CM Punk was trying to help you. Be like, man, just get off dude, Twitter. Dude, and what does Twitter, he do? Man. He tweets at him. It's like, God. <laughs> so, yeah. Let, so, let, wait, when that happens, is, is Roman Reigns going to be like, just look at the camera and shrug like, well, it happened again. <laughs> yeah, just be like, like, how many times should I be expecting this? <laughs> <laughs> yep. yep. Oh my! Could you imagine that if like Rollins portrays his team, and then you just see Reigns like just like yep, called it like, and then like beats up Rollins, and the crowd just like roars for Roman. Actually, to to, uh, to avoid that situation and trying to figure out like how Roman Reigns should play into it, I think Roman Reigns should probably get eliminated, like maybe not early in the match, but like middle of the match or something, like a big That's- moment. Do you want him to get eliminated like, uh, was it Mike Knox in that one uh, Survivor Series with the DX when Shawn Michaels like just kicked him, super kicked him right away <laughs> and then pinned him and was like, who, who was that? Was, you know was he on the other team? Like, <laughs> That would be a great moment to give to like Drew McIntyre. He just like <laughs> fucked Roman Reigns right away. That would make him look dominant as hell. Oh my gosh. Yeah. That was, it's like horrible for Mike Knox's career, but it's great. It was a great comedy thing. <laughs> amazing comedy. <laughs> like he comes over and like, it's, that was the one, it was Punk, the Hardys, and DX mm-hmm. on a team. And like the Hardys and Punk and Triple H had to tell him like, yeah, that was Mike Knox. He, he was on the other team. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. But yeah, no, I, I'm going to go for NXT because I think uh, Triple H is going to lure Seth Rollins into uh, turning heel for a little while. Again, honestly, I think it's for the best, dude. I, yeah. well, I think it for uh, two accounts. One, I think it'd be better for Rollins right now because he's just not in a place to be a good babyface. Clearly, um, but two, I think to help lend Triple H in this whole like NXT faction a lot of credibility. If they got somebody to turn traitor, that would be good. Yeah. And yeah, the two people that have been teased are right, like Rollins and Owens. And I think uh, Owens is the much better babyface right now. So let's give him the shot. 
Uh, let's see. What matchup I got to take? We've got the uh, Triple Threat Women's, right? And then we have yep. the Team Triple Threat for Women's, yep. as well as the Tag Teams. As well as the Tag Teams. Uh, hmm. I think to help balance out my pick of like NXT winning the uh, the men's match, mm-hmm. I'm gonna have to go with um, probably Team Raw winning for the women. So I'm gonna go women's five on five picking Raw because mm. I feel like Charlotte is well. I don't know shit because like Charlotte has the match with like Kabuki. Is it like Charlotte and Becky are fighting the Kabuki Warrior for the tag titles at TLC, right? Something like that. Hmm. So they could definitely fucking cost each other the match here. I could definitely see that kind of shit. Uh, so if you're going Team Raw, then I'm going with Team NXT because Team SmackDown is a joke. <laughs> yeah, it's like Sasha Banks and... Uh, I mean, Nikki Cross Nikki is like Cross. a decent person on there, but yeah, the rest yeah. of them is like, what the fuck? This is this is one where uh, Jim Cornette got it right, where he's like, yeah, and then Team SmackDown comes out, and it's Sasha Banks, and then a whole bunch of blondes. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Yeah, yeah, that is a that is a bad team. Um, but yeah, the NXT team is pretty good. Yeah, we got Rhea Ripley, you've got... Um, Tegan Knox, Mia Yim, Candice mm-hmm. LeRae, and Tony Storm. Yeah. Yeah, that's a solid team. Mm-hmm. And definitely a worthy contender against the Raw team. Because, yeah, on Raw, we got, like, the weak link of Sarah Logan. But other than that, like, Charlotte, Natalia, and the tag team champions. Yeah. That's a solid team. Sarah Logan just feels like one of these things is not like the other. <laughs> <laughs> and you know what? I don't know. I'm, I'm kind of leaning on, like, uh, Charlotte just being, like, super Charlotte. And, like, you know, in the same vein as Super Cena, where she's mm-hmm. like, oh, well, it's Charlotte, so of course she's going to win. So, like, maybe even if uh, Asuka and Kyrie betray her, like, she'll still just be able to win anyway. Mm-hmm. Like, even blinded, she'll still be able to, like, tap out uh, Rhea Ripley or whatever. <laughs> so, hopefully we'll get lucky. Cat, stop meowing. Can you hear her? Yeah. <laughs> she's so obnoxious. Uh, so I'm gonna go with, I'm gonna go with Becky Lynch wins the triple threat women's championship match. Okay. Becky. So then I assume you're thinking that she probably pins, uh, Bailey? Yeah. Yeah, because that's either, she, it, it's either Becky pins Bailey or Shayna pins Bailey, because I think Becky and Shayna are gonna have something going down the line, so... Yeah, absolutely. I think that'd be a good idea. Yeah, especially to tease, like, I don't know if they're going to have it be really soon or not, but, like, you know, teasing a, a Rousey return. Mm. And you can have, like, you know, Rousey and Baszler teaming up against, like, Becky and Charlotte. Like, mm-hmm. that'd be some great matches, if, yeah, assuming Rousey comes back at some point. Whatever uh, baby. Baby. But, yeah, you know, Baszler is still kind of, like, getting her feet with the crowd. Like, she had the little bit of exposure she's like attacked bailey a couple times they said but she hasn't really had like a match yet against or in front of the people yet has she 
Uh, not that I can think of. So I feel like I feel like I don't know because Bailey could definitely steal this win maybe, but then Becky would have to get pinned or Baszler would have to get pinned and that's not good. So yeah, I think Baszler wins this. Baszler pins Bailey and then Tease is going after Becky next. Yeah, I think that's the finish. So Baszler I think wins this match. Mm-hmm. All right, so we just have the tag team match. Yes. Yep. Hmm. You know what? I'm going to go with, uh, shit. It's like, I feel like it's like the Viking Raiders are either winning this or like going to beat the shit out of somebody. Then the other team steals the win. Like that's how it's going to get booked. Um, you know, I'm going to go with the Viking Raiders. Uh, I'm going to go with the new day. Because of my picks of like, so I have Team Raw winning the men's team, NXT mm-hmm. winning the women's. So this one I've got to go with SmackDown, and I think yep. it's gonna be that. I think it's Viking Raiders and Undisputed Era take each other out, and New Day comes in for the pin. Hmm, that's good. Yeah, I was thinking too much about more like the match and less about like the overall card. And yeah, I don't think I have any SmackDown teams to win. So, <laughs> but you know what? Like maybe that's what they're gonna do. Like they did last year, didn't SmackDown get wiped? Except yes, for the, the pre-show, which New Day wrong. won the pre-show, right? Yeah, but they just didn't count it. Yeah, because they like because they kept bringing up they're like Raw won every match, and New Day sitting there like the fuck, like. <laughs> yes, and I guess the question is like, if this match is on the pre-show, then New Day can win. But if it's on the main card, then they have to lose. Because <laughs> SmackDown can't ever that, get official points. If we were on the main, if we were on the pre-show, we would have won. You know what? I I think that would actually kind of, like, even though it would potentially be really damaging, although maybe it wouldn't be, but I think it would be really hilarious if every year, just like as a gimmick now, SmackDown can never win a match at Survivor Series. They go defeated for, like, how many years? Yeah, it's just, like, it's a fucking curse. Like, they just know every year it's like, shit, we, like, fuck, like, we're never gonna win. (laughs) (laughs) Womp womp. And then it'd be, like, this whole thing, like, everybody's trying to, like, root for SmackDown and, like, just win one match. (laughs) They just can't do it. One, two, And they just get, like, wiped to, like, a bunch of these Survivor Series matches. Like, just, it's, like, straight five versus zero yeah. at the end. Like, they just get demolished. Oh, <laughs> uh, one thing before we wrap up. Mm-hmm. I completely agree. Sam Roberts brought this up on his podcast. I do not want to hear the term soul survivors. Yes. Because <laughs> they yes, always do that, that. That is so dumb. <laughs> so fucking stupid. <laughs> and you know what? I've, I've been hearing this idea circulated around. I think mostly, like, from uh, Alvarez, but what do you think of this idea as, like, actually finally, like, making some stakes for these matches and giving out a prize? I think the winning team for each one of the uh, five-on-five Survivor Series matches, those people should get the last five entries into their respective Royal Rumbles this year. Oh, yeah. Like, that would be a really good prize for actually winning Survivor Series, wouldn't it? Yeah. It'd make it worth it. Yeah, and it would actually make sense as far as, like, 
how it's a team effort and shit like that. Yeah. And then you could even rank it as far as to like you know, say like somebody is like the one person who actually survived all the way to the end, then they get spot thirty. Yeah. Or like they could choose like if if they're more suspicious about like. Yeah, it's like, oh, well, 27 has the most victors, so, like, I want actually number 27. Mm -hmm. Like, they could choose. Yeah, if there's three winners... Then, like, yeah, they would get first priority. Or maybe they could even have a match then afterwards, like, between... Oh, uh, decide who, who gets, like, 30 and... Like, perfect, right there. Like, that would actually be an important match then at TLC, right? Then it's like, alright, well, we're gonna have a match, and the winner of this will get to determine, like, who wins. Or who gets yeah. first. And say if, right, if it's like there's three guys instead of just two, maybe do like an elimination match. So yeah. then it's like whoever wins, wins, picks first. Whoever got second, picks second. Third, picks mm-hmm. third. Whatever. Cat. Jesus Christ. Shut up. <laughs> All right. Let's 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 finish this up so I can shut the hell, this, shut this cat up. All right. Before I turn it into a pair of mittens. It's, uh, it's all the matches, right? Uh, I, by my count, I think those are all the matches. Alright, so we will be back later this week to go over all of our predictions and see who won, and go over all of this week's wrestling, which will be a lot, because we've got uh, TakeOver tomorrow night, Survivor Series Sunday, and then all of our regular week. So, yes. catch you guys next week. Yes, catch you all next time. Oh, and uh, so probably we won't have another episode before Thanksgiving, so happy Thanksgiving! Yes, also, enjoy your holidays. Peace, everybody.